this video, I'm going to be talking about chronic fatigue syndrome versus fibromyalgia. Now, having been someone who's experienced both severe fatigue and severe pain, um, chronic pain all over my body, I feel like I'm someone who is, who is qualified to talk on this because I've actually experienced it myself. Let's rewind the clock a little bit. When I first started developing a lot of these symptoms, it usually started off as a lot of anxiety, a lot of wiredness, a lot of that buzzing sensation, those vibration feelings all over my body. It started off as like insomnia, lots of IBS food sensitivities, and then it turned into lots of fatigue. And it wasn't until about year two and three when I got really, really bad pain. I started to develop very extreme pain in terms of migraines, headaches, uh, tension headaches were almost always there. For a few years, I had it almost every single day, as well as body aches and burning sensations all over my skin. I think that's really common for people with fibromyalgia. Now, I'm not saying that I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I'm just saying the amount of pain that I dealt with, I feel like depending on what doctor I would have went to, I could have been diagnosed with a lot of different things. And even then, it's not so important to be labeled a certain thing. Even if you get diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, even if you get diagnosed with fibromyalgia, at the end of the day, do they really have a solution for you? Sometimes they do. Most of the time they don't, and it's really just a Band-Aid fix. For example, I know some people who had fibromyalgia and then they were prescribed to do ketamine therapy, which can help for some people, but you know, I never went down that road. I tried a bunch of different things. So really, it's just two different labels on the same problem. It's a hypersensitive nervous system. Now, when we talk about fibromyalgia, I'm going to talk more about the chronic pain side of things because you know, I can speak on this because I experienced it quite a bit. I've done a lot of research on this. My pain most of the time was 10 out of 10, especially during adjustment periods. It was really bad to the point where I didn't even want to walk around my house. I didn't even want to go to the washroom because my body hurt so bad. The solution to dealing with chronic pain is doing brain retraining for chronic pain because you can totally retrain these pain centers. And I'll save that for the other video up here where I dive really deep into that. This video, I want to keep it more general of how chronic fatigue syndrome ties into fibromyalgia and how they play into each other and how they're both very similar and deal with the same issue, a hypersensitive nervous system disorder. So if you wanted to learn more about the science of the chronic pain and how to deal with that, how to overcome it once and for all, um, not just temporarily, but for good, make sure to click that video up here. At one point, actually at my worst, there was this one night I actually felt paralyzed, as in I felt pins and needles all over my body and I literally could not roll over in bed because when I tried to roll over, it was extremely hard to breathe and it felt like someone was just squeezing my bones from the inside out and just like, yeah, I can't even describe it. If you have a lot of chronic pain at those extreme levels, you know what I'm talking about. It also feels like you're kind of being electrocuted or burned. There's like burning sensations on your skin. And this one night, my dad actually, you know, because I told him and my girlfriend at the time, you know, she was there helping me. I stayed up essentially all night, didn't get a wink of sleep because I was in so much pain. My dad, I, I told him not to touch me because everything hurt. So my dad, he was just testing it out. So he put his hand on my shin just to place his hand on me, just to hold my leg. And it literally felt like someone took a baseball bat and swung it into my shin. And growing up, you know, I used to play in the playground a lot. I know what it's like to have the scooter slam into your shin or ankle. I know what it's like to get a slap shot hockey puck to your shin, right? To get hit with a hockey stick or to fall on concrete. I know those pains. 
this was the worst, one of the worst pains I've ever felt. It literally felt like someone winded up and hit me in the shin. And, you know, the pain, it is real. It is real pain. But what I didn't realize and what he told me months after I got better, we talked about that night again. I was like, Dad, remember that time where I was literally paralyzed and you just touched my leg and I was in excruciating pain? You know what he told me? You know what's crazy, Mig? He calls me Miggy. You know what's crazy, Miggy? I didn't even touch you. I just hovered my hand over your shin. I did not even touch you. And I was like, what? That is insane because I literally felt like someone hit me in the shin with a baseball bat. And so a lot of this pain, what we need to understand is there's a difference between chronic pain and acute pain, two different things. And I have a lot of videos talking about this, breaking these concepts down, especially with the brain retraining guide for chronic pain, which you can find that video right up here. I also have a guide for it, which you can find in the link in the description. Now for acute pain, I'm actually going to read the definition of acute pain. Acute pain is a sudden sharp pain that lasts less than six months. Acute pain acts as a warning sign to your body that it is unsafe and its health has been compromised. A common belief is that acute pain is mild and temporary, but in fact, acute pain is very complex. So an example of acute pain is you fall off your motorcycle and break your elbow, right? Obviously that's going to hurt. And not just in that moment, but the day after, the week after, the month after, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt to move your elbow, but that is your body's way of telling you, hey, do not move your elbow because it's trying to heal right now. Another example would be if you stub your toe into the corner of the table. So I have a table right here, right? If I run into that with my toe, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt for probably 15 to 20 seconds, and then it's going to start to slowly subside. No problem. Maybe I run into that table five times in a row and it's still fine. The pain is going to come after 15 to 20 seconds. It's going to be gone. That's an example of pain being sent from your body to your brain. That's acute pain. And what happens is over time, let's say I walk into the corner of this table 50 times. Eventually, my brain is going to catch on and be like, okay, we got to be extra careful around that. So every time we walk by that corner of the table, we're going to trigger a little bit of pain. And so every time I walk by this without even walking into the table, my brain is going to send pain from up here to my body. So it's the other way around. In acute pain, it's my body to my brain. In chronic pain, it's my brain to my body. And it's a warning signal. It's to try to protect you. And so chronic pain is long-standing pain that persists beyond the usual recovery period or occurs along with a chronic health condition such as arthritis. Chronic pain may be on and off or continuous. It may affect people to the point that they can't work, eat properly, take part in physical activity or enjoy life. Does that sound familiar? That sounds exactly like what I had. For example, I would always get a really stiff neck and my shoulders would be stiff. So I tried going to physio. They did dry needling. I tried massages. I tried acupuncture. I tried chiropractor treatments. And while it would help temporarily, it would always come back and my neck would stiffen up, right? Same thing with my body. Same thing with attention headaches. I thought I had TMJ, which I did a little bit because I was jaw cleansing because I was so stressed. But eventually what I realized is that I can massage my jaw muscles and, you know, the pain would go away a little bit, but eventually the headaches would come back because it was a mix of multiple things. So when it comes to fibromyalgia, people get that label because the chronic pain is more obvious and apparent and it's a bigger problem than fatigue. But typically people with chronic pain or fibromyalgia also have some fatigue because when you do suffer with lots of pain, it's very draining on you, not just emotionally, but physically. You know, the pain is almost like an energy leak in your body. Think of your body having this bucket of energy 
if there's a leak where there's a constant energy flow out of your body, eventually it's going to get drained. And so that's what chronic pain is. It's really debilitating. That's why, like we saw in this definition over here, it may affect people to the point that they can't work, eat properly, take part in physical activity or enjoy life because the quality of those activities is extremely low. And sometimes it's hard to even be present in those moments because you're focusing on not moving too fast or not doing too much versus actually enjoying the things you're doing. So with fibromyalgia, the main concern is pain versus other things like heart palpitations or high heart rate or extreme fatigue. But you can actually have an overlapping of all of these symptoms. So for me, I had all of it. In addition to the fatigue, I had tons of anxiety, tons of chronic pain, and that's really a case of the body gone wild. The way my doctor described it to me was, your brain has these certain limiters it places on itself. Kind of like with cars, there's limiters on the engine so it doesn't just explode, right? That's why a Honda Civic can go you know, 220 kilometers an hour while a Ferrari can go 300 kilometers an hour. And don't quote me on that, I'm not the best with cars, it's just an example. We have a basic car, then we have a sports car. We have a daily driver, you know, that a typical family has, or we have something that's designed to race on a track. They have different settings on them and different limitations. If we tried to make the Honda Civic go 300 kilometers an hour, the engine would start to fall apart. It just wasn't built to handle it. And just like cars, our bodies weren't built to handle so much stress. And when we reach our stress threshold, and if you haven't learned about the stress threshold, make sure to watch this video up here where I really break that down. If we go above and beyond our stress threshold, our brain starts to put limitations on our bodies in the form of A, fatigue, B, anxiety, or C, chronic pain. For me, I felt a lot of anxiety coming on first. And then when I ignored it and I just kept adding on stress or kept maintaining that level of stress, it turned into lots of fatigue. In addition to the anxiety and the fatigue, the brain threw in this other layer of limiters, which was the chronic pain. And over time, once you get to that stage where you have all three of those, it's really hard to get out. It's almost like getting stuck in quicksand because all of those symptoms feed off each other. All of those symptoms have a direct effect on our mood, on our emotions. And at the end of the day, the more emotionally charged we are, the more worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, anger that we feel, the more hopeless we feel, the more we go into the sympathetic state of fight or flight. So it's almost like a chain reaction, right? It's this domino effect. But really, chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, essentially I see it as the same thing because there are people in the Recovery Jumpstart program who have both, who maybe have more pain, maybe have more fatigue. But usually it's a mix of a lot of stuff, especially during adjustment periods. That's where a lot of these symptoms flare up. People in the program, they're recovering with the exact same approach but multiple different diagnoses, right? Even people with mitochondria dysfunction, people who have had COVID and they've been stuck for a while and you know their whole nervous system is left confused. It's the same approach. We need to work on calming down the nervous system, shifting more from a sympathetic to a parasympathetic state so we're not hyper-reactive to every single stimulus. And when we do that, then the symptoms start to go down. Then the chronic pain starts to go down and the fatigue goes down. The brain starts to take the limiters off of the body. So chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, very similar. In my experience, both can be placed under the umbrella of a hypersensitive nervous system issue, along with the dozens of other symptoms that people experience with this. But of course, as always, make sure to consult with a doctor and, and do the proper testing necessary to rule out any other potential health issues you have. If everything comes back negative or 
there's nothing that they find that explains all of the symptoms that you're feeling, you can rest assured that this is a hypersensitive nervous system issue. So if you were experiencing a lot of these symptoms and you were kind of lost, this is exactly what I help people with. I help them get unstuck and start making progress on their journey. And we really break it down into simple concepts like this. My whole goal is not to add more to people's plate and have them doing more and learning more confusing things. My whole goal is to actually simplify everything because that's the way to get out of this thing, right? It's to simplify it, not to make it more confusing. And once we simplify it, once you guys really understand what's going on and you know black and white and you internalize the principles of recovery, recovery becomes inevitable. So whether you've had a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia, it's essentially the same solution to the problem. And that's what I share with you guys on this channel and in Recovery Jumpstart. I'm not about coping with these things. I'm not about giving you guys special brain retraining to you know, fix this for the next week or the next month. I'm here to teach you guys tools to solve this problem once and for all. Like I said, I was once in your shoes. Just over four years ago, I was in the hospital and you know, it hurt to even eat, to sit up, to try and go to the washroom on my own. It was extremely painful and we bring about a ton of symptoms. So take my story, take my situation as a testament that you can get out of this. No matter how dark and hopeless it seems, you can totally get out of this. It's just a matter of getting on the right track and doing the right things, right? All you really need is like the roadmap to recovery, the GPS to help you know what to do, what to focus on in the immediate future. And maybe you need a little extra hand in the beginning just to jumpstart your journey. That's why I call it Recovery Jumpstarts. So if you were interested in joining the program, make sure to click the link down below, apply. Once you click on that, it's gonna take you to this page where you're gonna fill out a questionnaire. It's very simple, it takes about three or four minutes. And once you fill out the questionnaire, then you can book a call with someone like myself or our onboarding specialist, and we'll see if this program is a good fit for you. As always, remember you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.